This is Rodrigo Bravo from the Toronto Comics Anthology, and you are now listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Hey, Thinking Outside the Long Box audience, this is episode 300. It's not smart. Zack Snyder's redo, recut, reboot. 300, 300, Yes. Did you guys ever get tattoos for 200? This is still the intro. Yeah, and we're done. What's up, everybody? Hey, Doyle and I need to get tattoos now for 300. That was a long episode, a long amount of time. We're officially starting season three today. That's wild. I don't know. Do we list them as seasons on iTunes? Yes, I've never I do. noticed. Was your seasons, are your seasons just like whatever you want them to be? Or was there like a, was it always designed to be like a hundred episodes was a season it in your brain? It was always designed in my brain that way. I didn't think we'd ever get to 300 this fast because when we started, they were five hour episodes. So, <laughs> well, I guess what, Juan? I disagree with you, Juan, and you're wrong. <laughs> I might be. I don't. Probably not. It's your idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? We're talking about the re reboot, not reboot. The recut. This is a three v one. I believe everybody liked the recut, except yeah. for Tim. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just nonplussed. Still, Tim is a we're Tim is a lonely good. island of despair. We're going. I'm just I'm just pulling it up here. Uh, Zach, it's not that I hated it. It's just never mind. I, I just yeah. I mean, well, I, that's fine. It's, Zach, it. Zach, I, Zach Snyder's Justice League, often referred to as the Snyder Cut, is the 2021 director's cut of the 17 American superhero film Justice League. It presents Justice League, the fifth film of the DC Extended Universe, the sequel to Batman vs. Uh, Superman, Donna Justice, based on the DC Comics team Justice League, as director Zack Snyder intended it before he left production. Like the theatrical release, Zack Snyder's Justice League follows the Justice League, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Aquaman, and The Flash, as they attempt to save the world from the <laughs> catastrophic threat of Darkseid. <laughs> I know, right? That's how that it sounded in my head <laughs> as like I a, said it. Uh, it sounded like an auctioneer for a minute there. Can you do that again? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, shit. It sounded very rhythmic. And- yes, that's what I was thinking as I was saying it. So, one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about this, because I, like, I feel like we will discuss the movie itself, but... I want to discuss some like premises of the movie, and I said it in like the, like the little eighteen minute video I made. But one of it wasn't just one article I read. One article was entirely about it, but I I felt like other articles I read had the same idea. The writers had the same idea. But what do you guys think about people saying that like Hollywood was bullied into making this movie? Like I feel like it's such a ridiculous claim to say that fans liked something so much that Hollywood made it, and like. We shouldn't have liked it that hard. You know what's and forced you know, Hollywood to do it. You know what I think about that <laughs> is that seems that sounds like something coming almost directly from WB because they didn't want his they didn't want this. 
They wanted Joss Whedon's to be crazy successful. They didn't want Zack Snyder's movie to be out. They argued the whole fucking time he was trying to make that movie. And what I, I don't remember this, that what the I don't production was held for a while. Why do people at that level give a shit? Like, if I was them, I to me, I'm just looking at dollar signs. I'm like, what makes the biggest pile of monies? Like, <laughs> so we we did this, we lost our monies, and like everybody says, they'll give us monies if we do it this way. Maybe we will, maybe we won't, but that's the same gamble we take every time we put monies out there. So at least people are asking for this money. We'll see what it happens. Like to me, I don't understand. Like fuck, really. We did the thing we didn't want to do, and it was awesome, and people loved it. Fuck you. <laughs> like, and they, they did do that. They've canceled New Gods. They've canceled Aquaman. So I'm like, so that that is the crazy thing that I don't get. So they've they've already said that this cut of the movie is a is a all worlds version. It's not in the world proper. So their reasoning behind canceling those other things was that Darkseed was in this movie too much, and they explained the background and shit. But if it's off world. Who fucking cares? Make the spin-offs that you were supposed to make. Those are canon in your world. Like it's just a weird thing to me. Exactly. And it was successful. You haven't done a lot of successful DC things. <laughs> Maybe jump on the tailcoats of it. Like regardless on if I liked it or I didn't like it. Like in general, I think the overall ninety five percent. Yeah. People have liked it. So run yeah. it. <laughs> It's a ninety. It's got a ninety-five percent uh, fan score and a seventy-one percent critic score. If I, you know, if I was at the top of that WB like chain, I would just be firing people. I'd be like, "Who's who's poo-pooing the thing that's making the monies? Like, you're fired. <laughs> like, put someone else there." Yeah, I think the producers who are nothing but the wallets behind this um, seem to think they're artists. And they take it personally if people don't like their version of the art. And it's like, you're not. You're not the director. You're not the writer. You're not important except that you're a wallet. And anyone who's rich can do that. But they seem to have some kind of ego about this where they get hurt in the feelings right in the shame gland when the thing (laughs) that they think is going to get out there and change the world. Big ass gland for some people. Yeah, it's enlarged. It's enlarged. (laughs) And they just get so pissy about it that, I mean, yeah, I know. I heard that Zack Snyder and and Warner Brothers had issues and they didn't like what he was doing because they wanted it to be more like Marvel. And since they're proven wrong, I mean, I mean, I've never met a billionaire, but they, according to people who have, they seem to think they've got some egos about them. So it's pretty fragile if that's all it takes get that upset and then go no we're not going to do any more snyder movies even though it's making money yeah whereas hbo the hbo division is like yeah the fuck you are because otherwise people won't buy hbo because no one gives a fuck when westworld is not or game of thrones and no one gives a fuck about game of thrones anymore anyway <laughs> the five spin-offs are a It'll fucking wreck. waste of money they're gonna look very bad when that right comes back, out. continue yeah no i agree like and even what you're saying i just don't because I am, at my job, I'm a logistics guy, right? Like, I don't kill the cows. I don't sell the cows. I I fill a number. Like, I put numbers around and make sure things go this way and make sure things go that way. To me, that's what a producer should be doing. 
it's like, oh, you need X amount of dollars for this or this or this. I figure this out. Now you get that. I don't know why they care. Like, like that <laughs> that wheelbarrow full of money we put over here made eight wheelbarrows full of money. Cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> who cares who did it? You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just your that's your you know that that's your new twenty million dollar mansion as opposed to your old ten million dollar mansion. Like, but for some reason you're like, I liked the other one better. Who gives you know, shit? <laughs> the, who gives a shit? Prime example: the Ben Affleck Batman movie. They wouldn't leave him the fuck alone. Got Oscar award-winning actor, Oscar award-winning director. Leave him the fuck alone. Just let him make whatever fucking Batman he wants and just give him whatever he asks for. It's going to make you rich as fuck. And then he got so fed up with it, he literally left the project entirely. I left first. This is the same thing that happens all over the place. Like, I'm the last person in the world you will ever find to defend the Trank Fantastic Four movie. Um, <laughs> I, I have nothing good to say about it. It was garbage. I'm angry that I watched it. And I really <laughs> do want my money back. Um, but It is very bad if you're a Fantastic Four fan. It's tremendously awful. Like It I, defies... I it's I don't the only time many, I've ever hated Doctor Doom. He's they, my favorite Marvel character. I don't think they even read a Fantastic Four comic before they wrote that movie. No. Hyperbole is too small for how bad this movie is but the thing that is that they cannot argue is there was a lot of disagreement with the director and because they wanted a certain thing and he wouldn't give it to them they basically and it's the same thing that happened with superman 2 if the director is not doing what they want they will piss him off until he leaves or until something happens like in snyder's case something terrible happened and then they replace him with what they actually want and what they want is stupid and nobody else wants it. But they're just so determined to be right. Like, that's all they care about. They really want to be right. And they're not. And they cannot get it through their thick skulls. And if they would just shut the fuck up for a minute, and like you said, write the checks and wait for the wheelbarrows of cash to come back, they'd be fine. But they keep interfering with these things. They interfered with Suicide Squad. They interfered with... Uh, I mean, that's why we have a Donner cut of Superman 2, which actually makes no sense because 1 and 2 were supposed to be one movie. Otherwise, it looks like the solution for every movie is to go back in time, which, by the way, we fucking need to stop that. That cannot (laughs) be the solution every time they fuck up. Like, even in the Justice League, going back in time three seconds, like, that bothers me less. But with the Avengers, I mean, there's a show about this. It's called Doctor Who. If you want that, go there. Um, <laughs> like stop making the X-Men see, like, and Marvel the reason good. I'm okay with it in Snyder's film is because it is actually the popping off point of when everything goes wrong mm. like they took the easy way out to solve the problem which was to wake up Superman and in so doing like they are the architects of their own demise, essentially, like the wrong of everything going wrong. <clears throat> like he has to go back in time to stop them from all blowing up. But have they just figured out a way to deal with them? I don't know if they could, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like going it's, forward. I think that's instead, the thing. They, they just couldn't. Wake up Superman. I think <laughs> that you could. I don't know that they did. Well, they okay. Could, so, but a they couple definitely things. Did. <laughs> uh, Okay, so Superman existed for 30-some years, probably 32 to really make the Jesus analogy 
just like exact because they why yeah. bother doing anything else uh and as soon as he dies the mother boxes are like there are no more kryptonians you can come and fuck earth now and it's like what about the thousands of years before superman was on earth why didn't they show up then like the last obvious obvious questions (laughs) the last time he got his ass whooped was by a god and now you have wonder woman that's who he should have been afraid of first of all someone actually from that pantheon carrying the power of zeus of the person who whipped his ass last time because that was zeus in his prime i thought it was Ares at first but i was uh Aries does fuck it. shit up in that scene. It's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Did you talk about this? Is that what we're on? Because that scene was fucking phenomenal. That was a really cool scene. We just got onto it, but yeah, it is. Yeah. It is definitely done way better in the Snyder Cut than it was for. Oh my god. Definitely a definitely a point of polish for me. This was a thing <laughs> I didn't hate. <laughs> I enjoyed this scene, and I liked that it made it made the Green Lantern cameo make a hell of a lot more sense and why he's not existent. Because you see him, like, kind of kick some ass, and then you see him ultimately get wiped out. And then you see the rain pop up and fuck off. Like, you don't really get any of that in the original cut. It it actually does happen in the original. You see him... You don't see him die, but you see the rings all leaving in the original cut, too. Like, um, okay. But... A Green Lantern is just a, a, a space cop, but I mean, like, he's just not there at the time. You know what I mean? Like, he should be because Darkseid's showing up and trying to erase planets pretty big on the scale of like galactic shit popping up. But like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> essentially, he's just dealing with another house fight. You know, two galaxies down. Like, Hal Jordan he's, has to. He's dealing has with intergalactic deal. Antifa. Yeah. How <laughs> Jordan, Jordan is a space cop of a sector. He's not always on the planet. But, like, so I'm okay with Green Lantern not being in there. Plus, they don't want to do it because the Green Lantern movie failed, so they don't want to put him in there. I don't agree with that. I think you. They don't want to put too much stock in it, probably, right now. Green Lantern is still an amazing character and, and my one of my favorite DC characters of all time. So I think you can definitely do the movie right. But, um, yeah, I just. I didn't mind the like we were talking. About, I didn't mind the going back in time scene because they kind of set it up. You kind of see him do it when he's activating Superman at the beginning, anyway. How the like the cube actually goes up for yeah. a second, yeah, was falling. So you know that like his ability to go this fast resets time a little bit. And I just the reason I liked it is because like it wasn't saving the universe wasn't dependent on. We woke up Superman, now let's all eat popcorn and watch Superman bitch slap around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, the rest of the Justice League was still needed to succeed to stop what was going on. So I loved that fact of it. And I also love the fact of it is like going back in time and saving everything, we actually set up the future of you know Superman falling. And from what I read about what Zack Snyder wants to do, he wants to do some crazy, I don't know if I agree with all of it, but he wants to do some crazy crap in the future. <laughs> So I want to I want to talk really quick. Yeah, so far we'll see. Um, <laughs> I want I want to talk about the rock rumor in a minute. But um, you were saying like by creating by bringing Superman back, they created their next problem, yeah. which is the the future that Cyborg saw that uh, the mother boxes were aware of that the Kryptonian ship was aware of. Um, Even Barry sees it. And yeah. briefly in that weird scene where he starts wobbling off kilter a little bit while he's running super fast. So the thing is like, zone. 
it was so bad that they needed to bring back Superman because it was a situation where you're dying of hunger and you're suffocating at the same time. So you deal with the suffocation first so that then you can deal with dying of hunger or starvation or whatever. It was like a, a domino effect of things that are trying to destroy Earth. And if you hadn't raised Superman, you wouldn't have the next problem to deal with because Earth would have already been wrecked. Yeah, that's probably so, true. Yeah. It's not probably true. It is true, Doyle. I'm just saying they're superheroes. <laughs> Maybe they could have They weren't super ones. enough, bro. They definitely were not. <laughs> I, I, I giggled, I I giggled at, Merrill, at uh, Merrill walking around with water jugs at the end. <laughs> that was funny to me. I didn't get felt, to t- felt a little tank early. <laughs> I, I don't know. Scene. I don't know what's been said already. Um, I really, really enjoyed this way more than I, I, I think the, the four main people, cause AC, I don't know what you thought about the earlier version, but I, I think the it, Gabe would say as well that we, j- we didn't enjoy it. It was something that none of us really enjoyed. It had, some it was parts, unwatchable. It had some parts here and there, but it just was not something we enjoyed. I, so, I am of the ability to set that aside and move on and see what the next thing brings. And I think that this was heads over heel, like a much better film. It's, it's really, really long and it doesn't necessarily have to be that long. Um, but you get so much more background on these characters whom you really haven't had background on yet. Um, because we jumped into this justice league all crazy fast. It wasn't just background, (laughs) which I did want. It was, you didn't disrespect the characters to my opinion. Like in my mind, like they treated the flash like some silly bitch in the original. They were like, oh, God, yeah. flash, you he can't was a do fucking... anything right. And he has to ask questions before he moves. Like I-, I was like, come on, dude, he's the flash. Like he legitimately may be one of the most powerful superheroes of all time. And if you base power on like different besides lifting up a building, I think he is the most powerful superhero of all time. But in the fucking original movie, he has to like ask before he runs and saves somebody. Like, come on. Like the only thing that I missed from the original, like I said, is like the Aquaman having the like hot moment where he's talking about dying while he's sitting on the, like the last truth. That was funny. And there was a few funny one liners from the flash. That they, they took away, like when he says pet cemetery when Clark goes crazy. Like I was like, I don't I don't know why you recut that. Like that was funny. Uh, but the, the lasso of truth moment should have stayed because that was fucking yes, hilarious. That was hilarious. I don't know why he cut those out. And it's and it but, totally fit Momoa Aquaman. But there were other things that, that character. I was so glad they got rid of. Like the whole family being for some reason like in a radiation wasteland and they have to save them at the end of the movie while trying to stop to I'm like, why do you live there? Like you can't live there. <laughs> it was terribly contrived because when Superman comes back in that moment in the Whedon cut, he basically slaps down Steppenwolf with one hand tied behind his back, isn't even looking. He doesn't yeah. even care. He's so low on the threat scale to him <laughs> that he's like the justice bitch slap. <laughs> <laughs> and like great moment, but it was you know, Wonder Woman and Aquaman were nothing but punching bags for him up until that point for Steppenwolf. They were on, they were completely ineffective against him. So they changed their effectiveness level for the second one. But he shows up and it was basically like One Punch Man in the game. 
where <laughs> your whole thing is to last for, you know, the, the length of the battle and not die until one, one punch man shows up <laughs> as the plot device and saves you. And that's how you beat the level. So this Steppen, is what the, I feel like Steppenwolf was doing that in the Snyder verse cut. <laughs> he's all come on yeah. dark side hurry up <laughs> yeah well, it got reversed well and so they put that family in there so that superman had something else to do uh, so that aquaman and wonder woman could get beaten up by steppenwolf some more and <laughs> increase the drama for superman to come back they gave him he's like i need to save the world wait there's a guy over here let me put everything at risk for that because I'm Superman and I have no concept of scale proportion or how to actually help people um, in these movies. So I, I was a little irritated by that. Not, not because Superman has a kind enough heart and he wants to help everyone. It's just the actual question, the actual philosophical question. What does Superman do when there is one person that he could save or a hundred people that he could save? Who does he save? Um, and they answered it in the comics in a satisfying way, but not in the movie. In the movie, it seemed like a foolish choice. In the comics, Doomsday, or actually a hundred Doomsdays brought back in time by Magog, were killing Superman, were going to the Kent farm and killing Lois. And one Doomsday that had actually regained its sentience was getting killed by the Magogs. And uh, they're like, well... You're going to go save your parents. You're going to save Lois. You're going to save Doomsday, who finally, you know, has enough intelligence to fight me and help you. And he's like, I'm going to save what's in front of me. And he let his parents die and he let his wife die because he couldn't, knowing that he could only save one, he would save what was in front of him. And that was the calculus that he'd made. That's the only thing you can do as Superman is what's right in front of you, because there's always going to be somebody you're not saving. How could he ever justify going to sleep? How could he ever justify not 24 seven catching everyone who's about to trip and fall off a building. You know, you would have, you have to have some kind of internal rule for that. And in the movie, they didn't really make sense of that. It just seemed like he was, Oh, I'll leave Steppenwolf to kill you guys as he was about to do. So I can go save this (laughs) farmer and I'll be back in 10 minutes after the world, you know, needs saving and is about to blow up. It, It does not seem like a good, calculus for doing even not just the most good but the right thing i i I've, i think with that i feel like we didn't i just as again is he just are they just not dc fans or like do they not read the comic books do they not know the characters like the original justice league movie to me was just like a it just felt like a a trailer like I, they just wanted to put a bunch of cool looking shit out there and they even fell at that in my opinion most of the stuff looked pretty crappy oh. they're like let's just make some stuff that we think looks cool throw it on the screen or did he not have any time after because i don't hate whedon i just feel like a lot of people know. hate whedon right now but first uh, <laughs> well I, I think he was handed a, a very impossible task as well no nope, that's not even it's what like, i'm talking about oh what do they hate him about? the whole ray fisher thing Oh, and all of his old employees at uh, Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're they're accusing him of being just an awful person and awful person on set and a racist and all kinds of stuff. Okay, well, I don't know him like that, if that's true. (laughs) That sucks, but, you know, I I don't know that side of him. That's not good. But, yeah. (laughs) Like you said, though, I – so have you guys guys read what, like, he – I kind of want to touch on it, so – one of the biggest moments of the movie that I was just like, oh, that's, that's kind of crazy, 
is the pregnancy test that they just show mm-hmm. that's positive. So did you read the, like what he wants to do with that? How that's not Superman's baby, but that's Batman's baby. Yeah. No, it, it that's that's not how I read it. I guess maybe may- that is what he said. Like he said, that is his premise: is that like when Superman died, Ben and you know Bruce Wayne and Lois hooked up. I guess sadness, you know. And she's <laughs> pregnant. I thought I read an article. That's one of the downs. That's one of like the downfalls of like why Superman goes crazy. I guess. Uh, I thought hmm. I read an article about that being Superman's baby, but B- Batman dies, and so to honor Batman, they named the baby after Batman. I, I what I and then I read a separate, Batman doesn't die though. No, no but I, I'm talking about in the future, not necess- not right now. But what it, I don't, I have no idea what they're doing in the future. But I, I also read another one that was saying that he, that Batman was supposed to in the future. The reason why Superman goes crazy is because Batman is supposed to protect Lois Lane, and she ends up dying. Well, yeah, I think that's part of it as well. So, like from from my understanding of like what I read, his his whole timeline is that that is Bruce's baby. But he's supposed to save Lois, or in a, in a moment when he should have saved Lois, something goes wrong. Maybe I think Robin fails, or whatever, and gets killed, and Lois dies. And then it comes out that the baby is not Superman's, but it's actually Bruce's. It's a lot of shit to handle. And then fucking Doomsday gets the anti-life equation to control Superman. Because even, even after Superman hears all that bad news, he's not just going to turn evil and start murdering everybody. No, this is actually... um. So I read a similar article because the plan for the future stories was linked to the post credit scene where the Joker tells Batman, you're not the how many bodies are going to go down because you weren't willing to make the sacrifice. How many people are going to die in your place? And so they're saying that, like, when Lois dies, it's because he didn't save her. And then they have to go back in time again so he can sacrifice himself for Lois. And then that's why they named the kid after him in memory of Bruce or whatever. So it, I kind of think Yeah, so maybe, maybe I'm reading it wrong. Let but. me let me let me break in real quick. So this is this is the quote. It was going to be Lois and Superman's son, the filmmaker said. He doesn't have any powers and then he was going to end up being the new Batman in the third film. So 20 uh, years maybe I just, 20 just years that's I was like I don't remember it being Batman's kid. I, I guess I misread that wrong. I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> I was I was like, why is Ben Affleck's character not more worried about this when Superman comes back to life? <laughs> <laughs> I would be. <laughs> they go to hook up, and he's like, I smell Bruce Wayne on you. <laughs> I have to murder him. <laughs> I have to murder him. <laughs> Tim, what does your dog have to say about this? Uh, Princess really enjoyed the film. I Honestly, I didn't hate this film. I just... It didn't do anything for me that the first one didn't. It wow. It that's filled a crazy it filled statement. It, it filled in a lot of the holes, but overall, to me, it was just a more polished turd. The thing that I already liked about the movie, I still <laughs> liked, and the things that I didn't like about the movie, I still didn't like. I still hate Wonder Woman in the DCEU. They don't know what the fuck she's supposed to be doing. Her character powers are all over the fucking place, and I hate it. One second she's Flash, the next second she's Captain America, the next second she's fucking Spider-Man. I hate the character in the films. Love her in the comics. Uh, 
I really liked the end fight scene. It made more fucking sense. I really liked the intro to the whole movie. It made more fucking sense. Um, I dug all the things with Aquaman. They made his character more relevant instead of just being like weird fish guy with an awkward weapon. <laughs> Who Doyle has already expressly said was largely just a punching bag through the original film. <laughs> he is, <laughs> yeah. He's like never relevant once in that movie, except for when he stops some water, but then ultimately it still floods them out anyway. I still hate the See, fucking water bubbles. I and I don't them. under, yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> the talking I, I bubbles. They don't bug me, but I don't get why they felt they needed them. Um, what I don't understand, well, I do kind of, but like, so from what I've seen of Wonder Woman comics, she is basically slightly less strong than Superman, but yeah. a much better fighter than Superman, technically. Like, like as right. a warrior. Yes. Like, she is as a warrior goes. And so, like, in the comics, like, when they've come toe-to-toe, like, it's not like a Superman just pep slaps her around. Like, she can handle her own. She's super strong. She is super fast. That's why it doesn't bug me in the movie as much as, like, she's not flash fast, but she's super fast. She's super strong. She does all that shit in the comics as well, but it's like, I feel like they downplay her strength in this movie. I feel like she could have been, I feel like she could have been the ultimate good guy or the ultimate like hope in this film. That's why I said like, it was weird to me that like it all had to come back. Like we have to revive Superman. Also, I feel like the DC movies just rushed killing Superman way too quickly. Yes. It's like, we got to We got a doomsday Merc this dude. And I was like, eh, I don't, that should have yeah. happened after these Didn't movies, probably 10 movies from now. Honestly, you could have killed him in this movie and it would have had more impact. I just feel like that happens when the Justice League is like developed. Like the comic the the cartoon movie did it perfectly. Where Doomsday shows up, Pim slaps the entire Justice League around because <laughs> they can't stop him. And it, <laughs> takes, and it takes Superman sacrificing everything to stop him. And in this movie, he's just like he shows up. Superman's already been fighting Batman for some reason. They barely justify it. <laughs> Agreed. And, and I love to. I love that too. Like the fan theory of like Batman can overcome anything. I just disagree with it. It's like the one thing in comics where I'm like, if this fight ever happens, Batman is just squished on accident <laughs> like superman the, turned too quick and threw him through three buildings and he's just done now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the same thing happened with the robert downey sherlock holmes movies where oh, in the second movie they fucking they start talking about reichenbach falls at the beginning of it and i'm like are they doing the death of sherlock holmes in the second yeah. fucking movie and they did they totally just like they're i owned when i was a kid every sherlock holmes story in this giant volume there are 50 short stories four novels i also have a giant green leather bound compendium i'm jealous i don't know if they're they're all in there but i have it's like that thing yeah that probably has all of mine did um at least the originals well the thing was they just skipped to the end with the movies they were like the second movie we're gonna make his death the empire strikes back on this and that was like what they did with <laughs> Superman so and true. Batman, which was the second like Man of Steel movie, basically the yeah. second time we get to see him in movie form. And Hollywood just has his heart on for like killing their savior heroes and going straight for the death story, like as if there's no other stories worth telling. 
And uh, that always pisses me off because, like you said, go 10 movies. Like if Captain America had died in the first, you know, in Captain America 2 and then they brought him back in the Avengers, that would have been fucking stupid. Yeah, that would have been irritating. You'd have been like, he's not built up enough for me to care, honestly. But that I, you need way more than this. I think that's where DC flies off the fucking rails. Is that they're they tr- they tried to follow the money that Marvel had already made, and they knew they were behind, and that's why they jumped the gun on a lot of things. They didn't care to take the time and the finesse to build up the story that I think people would have waited for. I don't think that people were like, go so fast, DC, we need it. Like, I think people would have waited for all of these things to happen. Here's my thing is, I don't care that they made the Justice League movie, but it's just the story they decided to tell inside of the Justice League movie is what was wrong. It was like, you could have made an introduction Justice League movie, introduced one character, left the other ones out, this is the beginning of the Justice League, or introduced them all, I don't care. And they fight some... You know, they fight Starro or Brainiac or something that's not oh, going Starro to Starro looks amazing in Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. Starro would be fucking sick. And so, I like, do, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you didn't have to jump to what where my where I felt they made that mistake. Like you're saying, is they jumped to the Thanos level boss character. Well, Doomsday is more. Or Darkseid is actually more than the Thanos level bad guy. By far. In the DC oh, for sure. So to I jump have no, that no far, problem admitting that as the Marvel fan. <laughs> yeah, to jump that far forward just made little to no sense to me. Like they should not have killed Superman in the other. They shouldn't have made the movie. Like, and if you're going to make the Batman kill fight Superman movie. That needs to be the only thing that is happening in that movie. You need to explain why Batman wants to kill Superman. You need to explain how how (laughs) Superman... They they give you the reason, but it's just not a good enough reason. It's It's a stupid reason. He might be bad, and if he is bad, what will we do then? I was like, I don't know all the shit you're planning to do now. Maybe you just wait. (laughs) (laughs) Make him your friend. (laughs) Or maybe you just have a conversation with the dude. (laughs) (laughs) You're Batman. Yeah. You're smarter than that. Like the yeah, whole like, excuse is dumb. He jumps so the just, gun. But not only that, they're like, we don't explain shit. He shows up for somehow. He's like actually roughing up Superman. If you go back to like when comics do it, and uh, there are more people involved. Like it's a much bigger process. Like it's not a. I, I hid some sound wave boxes and some metal tubes. <laughs> and now you are distracted. He. You know, kryptonite. How do you even know about kryptonite? What the fuck? Like, there's nothing that's been explained in this movie. Doomsday shows up out of nowhere. You know, and he has to sacrifice himself. Like, they just... I think they're just trying to go... It's not like they're trying... To me, I don't know if they're trying to do the Marvel thing. They're just trying to, like, fit all of the eggs into three baskets. And, like, why make 30 movies? Like... Yeah. Give us what we want. I don't care. (laughs) I'll watch another... I like Man of Steel. The first I liked movie. Man of Steel. I liked Man of Steel. I don't know why people hate that movie. It's Take a decent Superman, Superman movie. movie. They probably jumped the, the gun. First, probably the first one we've ever gotten. They jumped the gun with him killing somebody in a movie. I yes, think. exactly. But, and that's but I still that, like the movie. that and Paul Kent are, are my issues with it. The rest of it was fine. The rest of it was a, a serviceable Superman movie that had some great moments. But Paul Kent being a uh, a dick. Uh, not being the example that raised a super powerful alien to be hyper ethical, uh, yeah. 
that was a failure. And having Superman jump to the first movie, I'm going to kill a guy. Like that, that was also completely. The first time he kills people in the comics, it takes a lot. It takes the destruction of an entire planet of people in an alternate universe. And then he is so beat up about it that he will not even kill aliens from the alien franchise afterwards, which is a weird twist in the DC universe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, that is who his character is. And these writers don't like that about him. They're like, Oh, that's not realistic. If you have that kind of power, it is realistic. If you have the power to stop bullets, you can be a pacifist. You can be, you can prioritize saving life lives over killing someone in the man of steel. Lois is captured by that dude in the Middle East and Superman flies through. And I'm pretty sure the dude was atomized when he got into that building. And that is also not Superman like either, either he should be picking him up, giving him a lecture and throwing him into prison 50 miles away with a perfectly aimed tight spiral. You know, that's what (laughs) they showed it. They showed it perfectly in like the boys. Is it what happens Mm. to you when something moving that fast hits you in the very first episode? Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. You are reduced (laughs) to blooded bits. I I think (laughs) they, they, they not only, not only everything that you've said, but they did to general Zod. What I think went wrong with Darth Maul, where I think both characters were compelling enough to show up another two or three times down the line, you know, where he just destroys him first and then you don't really get, you you can't have that continual, like, General Zod is a powerful being that's still trying to kill me thing. You move on to the bigger, more powerful creature. Here's, here's the thing. Mm. Zod's motivation isn't to say, fuck you, Superman. Zod's motivation is to bring back his entire race to save his people. He thinks he's doing the right thing. So at the end of that movie, when Superman's basically stopped your whole plot, your whole plan, to me, it would be natural for you to regroup and come back and try to do it again. As opposed to like, you stopped me? Ah, fuck it. I'm just going to (laughs) start massacring people now. Screw my motivation. I'm going to kill these people in a bank for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. He just turned into, like, a, a crybaby, and Superman had to break his neck. But, I mean, like, Superman's been – he's been fighting longer. He could have solved it a different way. I, I I don't think Zod's character would have done that in the first place. So, like you're saying, Juan, I, I agree. Like, he should have – there should have been some kind of, like, backdoor moment of, like, hey, fucking ruin my plan, you dastardly kids. I'll be back. <laughs> like, <laughs> But it doesn't happen in the movie. In the movie, instead, it's like I gotta kill you. But I still, overall, I still enjoyed watching that movie. Like I didn't like hate it. And then, like to me, DC just kind of like DC made that movie. They make the first Aquaman and they make the first Wonder Woman, which I know Tim doesn't like, but I like all three. <laughs> and then after that, they start just going crazy. Like <laughs> Suicide Squad had some cool moments in it, but I think it's a terrible movie in my opinion. But I like some of the moments. Horrendous in yeah. that movie. Uh, El Diablo is the fucking shit. I haven't haven't watched it. A little sad he's not in the next one, I think. He was one of the coolest characters in the first movie. I I am sad that he's dead. Also, I don't know why Will Smith's not in it again. He was like one of my favorite parts about the first movie. (laughs) So he had something, he was filming something else at the time that they asked him to come back. And that's why. I think you you wait for Will Smith. (laughs) But that's why. (laughs) He's not. That's why yeah, Idris Elba stepped in. No, they replaced him with Idris Elba. 
I know, but that's a fair uh, trade. Yeah, I like not a downgrade. Him. John Cena looks funny in this movie, though. Come he on, does. yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, that's, I was cracking a joke. I like, I like John Cena. Actually, every movie he's been in, besides the one where he was playing the I'm a Madness, he's been like really funny in, like a fun, like a fun person to watch. Remember when he's that like gay drug dealer, or he's a drug dealer in that one movie comedy? I forget what it the fuck it's called. Were there? Date night or something like that. Have you guys seen John that movie? Cena. Yeah, I haven't seen he's Date Night. I think he's he's really funny in that movie Cockblock. Holy shit! Oh, yeah, that movie is hilarious. That's <laughs> oh, great. So, I like him as a as an actor, so I'm I'm excited to see that one. Has anyone seen Birds of Prey? I haven't actually seen that. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was an okay movie. Um, yeah. My my issue is this: like, I don't like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and she looks like her, but I don't like anything else about her. Um, mainly because I grew up on the cartoon, which is a better version of all of those characters than any movie has even come close to. And the Harley Uh, Quinn in that, the voice in that, the animated series, like I don't like Margot Robbie's voice versus Harley Quinn's voice, Tara Strong's voice, I guess. So it always sounds wrong to me. And I just can't help that. It just sounds off to me. So I can't, like, it always feels like someone's pretending to be Harley Quinn, which I know that's exactly what's happening. That is precisely it. But it's like, Baker, get Tara Strong in here. She could even look like her. I, I believe in that. Like, these are not things that are outside the realm of what they could do. So, but it was a decent movie. It was, it was uh, mostly enjoyable. The motivations mostly made sense. There were not any glaring issues with it. There was not any, like, um, completely stupid choices made by people. Anytime Harley Quinn was chaotic, you could believe it. That's her character. And there were the fight scenes, phenomenal. Uh, they were d- yeah. directed by the Atomic Blonde, uh, either director or fight choreographer. And th- that showed. Those were completely awesome. The fight no scenes idea. were no slouch. I have no idea why I haven't watched it because I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched it. So, Atomic Blonde. Uh, no, the Harley Quinn movie, like Birds of Prey. I don't oh. own Atomic Blonde because I don't know. I just don't know it. I've never seen it. Snyder versus good. Thumbs up. I'll give it a Snyder thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a huge thumb. Like I can't believe. I know Tim said it. That he doesn't agree, but I can't believe how much better of a movie it was when I went into it. Oh, it's for I, sure a better movie. I'm not. I'm not denying that. I just no, but still, I'm like I'm putting it on like. A, yeah, but I'm saying like to me it is like. Yes, yes. I, 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 I legitimately went into it, even though I was like hype talking about it. I legitimately went into it thinking it was going to be bad. Like when I when I started watching, it, I was like, "What can he really do?" I was like, "It's going to basically be the same as like no matter what they do." Are they just gonna like Lord of the Rings extended cut this bitch where they just throw some shit in there? Like I don't know what's gonna happen. But I was like as I watched it, I was like, dude, that's dope. That's dope. Like I like what they did there. Like I don't like black Superman costume. That's one of my only big but I never like it. I guess it makes sense in the world he's trying to build, but his his justification for it was complete pulled out of his ass baloney. Um if he just said because he wore it for a couple of issues in the comics, I would have been totally okay with that. Yeah. But instead, he's like, well, it's more personal to him. Why? There's nothing in the story that would indicate that. He never yeah. looked at it and went, oh, my father wore this. Like nothing. You know, <laughs> two yeah. seconds of that. And we would have been like they show a memory of like 
Black's my favorite a, color. Yeah, or <laughs> a picture of Jor-El wearing it one time, which in Man of Steel, Jor-El didn't wear it. And by the way, that was a fucking awesome Jor-El. Um, yes. But the the justification of, oh, well, it's it's his Kryptonian heritage. It's more personal. You you have to set that up. That is not justified. Yeah. But I have a question for Tim. So, Uh-oh. Tim, I know you said it's better than the original. You don't. You still don't love it. What would have made you love it? More build up to this film, I think. I just don't have an emotional connection to it because I'm not a. I'm not even a moderate DC fan on the level that all three of you are. I don't read DC. It's not a. It's not comics that I've ever actively pulled beyond like knowing that a key issue was coming up. Um, I, my my general knowledge of DC characters is very cursory. And the only thing that I truly subscribe to is Watchmen, which has a good movie, in my opinion. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't have the connections to it like you guys do. I well, I thought it was a good movie. I recommend it as a superhero film. Do I give a shit about it? No. I'll st- <laughs> I got three other Avengers movies that I have way more attachment for. Like and I, I think. Said. And there's think, just bias, which is fine. And I feel like <laughs> if I'd have had more buildup, if I'd have had a Superman movie, had a Batman movie, had a Wonder Woman movie, had a Cyborg movie, and a Flash movie, and have all these characters actually matter to me instead of forcing me to give a shit about them in the same film that they show up and contrive relevance... I just didn't have that connection to it. And that's where the film still fails for me. The one movie that you we would need, in my opinion, was that we don't need another Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been fine. I would have been fine with a cyborg flash. <laughs> Those I mean, characters that, that I get behind. I don't know, but, man. You know, we've told, the news we've of, told that Batman story 85 the times news already. The Batman movie looks pretty decent. So I'm, I'm on board with it. But I, I, I'm I, sure. I agree with I'm going to watch it. I agree with Tim and I agree with Doyle. I agree with Doyle that there's bias in what was going on with Tim. But I also agree with Tim. <laughs> I also agree with Tim that it needed way more backstory. I, I don't like that they jumped into a giant just a, a big Justice League. If if what happened with what Doyle said and it was like Superman or Batman coming to the realization that they needed a league of some sort and that was the original Justice League story with just Batman or just Superman, I probably could have got behind that. But it is it is hard to really care about uh, the Flash, let's say, when you don't really give me anything to really care about, especially if he's kind of the the jokey dummy in the whole sh- in the whole movie. Like I don't really, aside from what I know on the TV and I just know about the Flash, you haven't really given me much other DCEU Flash, and that sucks. I felt like they did the the best they could have in this new movie. No, I agree. Of making- care about it. I, agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. I would have definitely I would have definitely preferred to have a flash movie. I still would like to have a flash movie. I still Apparently think someone needs to teach him how hell. to run. It's the worst. I don't understand <laughs> that dude's I running coach. weird run swimming thing. Oh my god, yeah. it's the only thing I hate about his flash. Honestly, I like Ezra Miller Miller Flash. I just want to care more about it. I want to see he's doing put, a like, good job. Why don't they so, just put well, I guess they have. They do the crossovers, but I was going to say, like, why don't they just put ten million bucks together and make a DC Arrowverse movie? Because they're stupid. 
they 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 know they have a fan base there, but they're so hard headed that they want to create a new whole other thing. Talk about going too far, too, though. Yeah, Jesus, the last crossover event they tried to tell a story that I don't believe is very tellable in the real world <laughs> with the anti monitor and the monitor. I'm like, you're really doing this shit. <laughs> like, uh, and, and in your version, somehow the green arrow saves everyone. And he's the specter, bro. I know that, but it's, I watched it. That was, that was as ham fisted as I've ever seen a company try to pull something off. I was like, you, there's, there's, this is not possible without like eighty-five bajillion dollars <laughs> to tell it the way the comics tell it. That is an epic story in DC's line. All right, well let, let's, let's let's cut it there so we can go to our live episode so we're not crazy crazy late. Um, but uh, Google totob.com, facebook.com slash thinking outside the long box at outside long box on twitter and instagram patreon.com slash totlb uh mike kirk loved midgets he loved ac i don't know what that means but see you guys later 300 episodes boys 300 300. episodes bro yes we were we've been syndicated three times more than quantum leap but we will receive no money. <laughs> yeah, one, one ain't paying a shit. Nah, I'm not even paying me shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. Baron Space Production! Ah!